Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, oh welcome. This is La Costa Nostra Radio Special Edition of Our House. Um, because it was postponed from Wednesday, I thank all of you for the well wishes I received on Wednesday. You guys are absolutely the best in the world. Uh, La Costa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com, allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. Now, without further ado, I'm going to the phone lines and bringing on the boss herself, the ever-lovely, ever-talented, virtuoso. Come on. Boo. Hello, Boo. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> that was embarrassing to me. <laughs> hey, hey, Boo, you got a what? really bad connection today. I know. I, I know. I need a new phone. I'll put you on speaker. Well, Okay, yeah, that's a lot better. Yeah, I think your uh, headphones are starting to short out. Surprise, surprise, okay. Yeah, that's what it sounds like because we're getting a lot of feedback on that. But, um, ooh, let me see, you're still on there? Wow, what's going on with with the studio today? The studio is acting up really bad today. And huh. okay, now it's looking a whole lot better. Uh, no, you don't need to call back. You're good. Stay on the line. <laughs> Let's welcome to the show Tila. Hello, Tila. How are you? Hi, fine. Thank you. Hi, Tila. How are you guys? Hi, Boo. Hi, JCA. And JCA, glad to see you back. We, you, you really scared us, you know. <laughs> but we're so happy to hear your voice. So thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you for the the, yep. the comments and, and the well wishes. I really appreciate that. Um, we are going to continue to the phone lines and welcome in to the show, Sin. Hello, Sin. How you doing? Thank doing you. good. Hello, everybody. Hey. How are you? Starting is actually over there. That's all right. That's all right. And let me continue to the phone lines and welcome aboard Salwa. Hello, Salwa. Hello. I got Hi. dropped off. It's really weird. I just like boom and then back again. Tita is right. We really scared us and that's yeah. going okay. Back to uh, yay. <laughs> Hi, Tita. Hi, yep. Hi, Hi Boom. Hi, Goddess. <laughs> you know, I really wanted Boo. I really wanted Boo to come out and record for me uh, a song called "Back in the Saddle" again, but uh, I don't think she had time to do that. So that's why. <laughs> okay, sounds great. All right, let's continue the phone lines and welcome to the show. Wayne. Hello, Wayne. How you doing, brother? Well, I'm running slow, but I'm here. I'm glad to be here. How you doing, <laughs> folks? Master Bacat. Hi. That is awesome. Well, that's our that's our callers for right now. Um I'd like to get into some uh, good old-fashioned poetry that I haven't gotten into for a while. Got quite a few rights and quite a few poems to go through. And Wayne, I got yours, which is great. 
anybody is short on time, make sure you uh, message me on the um, on the in, in all poetry. Uh, that way uh, we can get you going in time, and we won't have anything to. Uh, I, I can run this show in in a in a great way. So I'm looking forward to hearing a bunch of bunch of great poems. And let me see. Um, Selwa, I did have one one extra one for you here. So do you want to go ahead and read this one, Selwa, first? Do you want to Which one? Did, 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 that, did that just put you? It, it's Call called Real fine. Tears. Real okay. Tears. That's fine, whatever. That's fine, whatever is fine. Okay. All right, we'll get you. We'll get we'll get you moving. I do want to say hello out on the board to Heavenly Angel, to Poetic Picasso Frank. I know Lestat is out there too, so hello Lestat. Great to see everybody, and great great to see. You. All right, Boo Boo, are you moving around out there? Nope. All right. Someone I, I'm hearing dishes and how dare you, Wayne? Okay. Remember to put know, yourself to on uh, mute, mute if you're going to move around I, and and, and I know. We just have to get a beer. So. I forgot. I did. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Hey, All right, Sawa. Sawa, you you're up. Real tears, mes vraies larmes. Clémorie de French first, pour justifier. Quand la vraie douleur envahit un cœur, sa scène est de vraies larmes. Les prières deviennent des larmes. L'esprit consolant prie à Dieu pour de l'aide. Un cœur tourmenté essaie de se cacher. L'obscurité de la nuit vole le sommeil. Les yeux fermés ouverts brûlés de chaleur. À l'aube, les yeux pleurent toujours dans leur sommeil. La lumière du soleil touche le cœur endolori. Lève-toi et tourne la page. Ne laisse pas la douleur t'envahir. Tu es plus forte que tu le penses. When real pain invades the heart, it bleeds real tears. Prayers become tears. Soulless mind prays for help. Tormented heart starts to hide. Darkness of the night steals to sleep. Eyes shut and open burn with heat. At dawn, eyes still crying in the sleep. Sunlight touches the aching heart. Stand up and turn the page. Don't let the pain invade again. You're stronger than you know. End of poem. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I am absolutely talking about. Get up, brush yourself off, and move on. <laughs> uh, love that. Love that message. Love that message. And uh, I, I know someone else who loves that kind of message, too. Hey, Boo, what do you think of that? I'm going to say, gee, I wonder. Yeah, that's really good. So empowering stuff there. I like that. Uh, let's see, my stupid screen. Again? Okay, yeah. I like the way you read it, too. I thought it was powerful and uh, real tears. Is that the sky? That's you, more clouds, huh? That looks like the ocean. Yeah, it's the sky, actually. It's sky. looks like ocean, you're right. Yeah, it's like someone's trying to hide their pain and hide the sadness, but realizes that you can only sit there and cry and whine and be a victim for so long before you have to get up. 
and I think your message is beautiful poem in both languages. Thank you so much. And it's great to see Lizzie out on the board. And uh, she's listening in as well, so it's great to have her there. Let me get um, a comment from Tila. Tila, what do you think? Hi, so uh, thank you. Um, Hi. Hi. My advice to Salva is get up, don't cry, be strong. (laughs) Yes, give pain to whoever is giving you. (laughs) (laughs) And you be strong. (laughs) Yeah, it's time to do it now. It's your time to get up and give pain. You're taking too much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tina. You're welcome. Uh, Wayne, what do you think? All right, Wayne, you got to come off the mute, brother. Probably in the uh, mute. <laughs> I think he's still on mute. <laughs> Let me get a. Let me get a comment. Yeah, here, here I am. Uh, here I am. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had it on, uh, it was on mute. I couldn't get the screen back to take off mute. So where'd my screen go? <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I, I think his point is wonderful. It's kind of uh, stuff I, I live for. Is I'm, I'm a kind of positive person. And I like the way uh, I like the way she said this. She said, uh, and you have to get up when the dark clouds roll around and not let them come back. And the last stanza says, stand up and turn the page and don't let the pain, pain invade again. That's the way I feel about everything. It's kind of, you know, it's put it behind you and go ahead about your, and go about your life and enjoy it. So she did a great job with this. I love it a lot. Great job. Thank you. I, 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 love, I, I love that, Wayne. I was thinking, stand up, uh, turn the page, and don't let the other page hit you in the rear end. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> All right. Let's let's welcome to the show Patrick. Hey Patrick, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hi, Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Great to have you here. Great to have you here, brother. Um, I'm gonna get one last comment for Salwa from Sin, and then I'm gonna put Sin's uh, poem under the board. Sin, what do you think of Salwa's poem? I thought you know the the pain endures in, in this poem, but Empowerment prevails, uh, which makes it just an absolute beautiful poem. Great job. Aww. Thank you. Too. Aww, <laughs> and Brandy's out on the board. Good to see her. And we're going to get Sin's piece. All right, Sin, you're up. All right, now, now I'm going to come in and fuck everything up. This is Sermon of the Worm. The apostle worm took root in a steaming animal excrement after a long five-foot travel from his first home, excrement of a sacrifice, given this birthright by the anointed gastric salvation. His congregation grew as the pestilent angels dropped disciples of plenty from the skies, horseflies with privileges, as it were, growing in stature as well as circumference. The worm now deemed Messiah and named himself Abel. Originally, he went by Tom. Abel led the masses with wicked rhetoric, fear-driven and full of empty promises of spreading the dogma upon vast dung heaps. He beckoned his worshipers to follow how a parasite should live, 
opting they take up wings on meager sustenance to feed his significance. Grow to spread the fallacy of malicious intent with manure-eating overtures of world domination, odious discharge. Abel kept the flock divided in quantrums to ascertain impedance amongst his disciples, for questioning is not a task for judges. Repentance, he shouted with glutton as heavy portions of bile crammed into the worm orifice, now fat and slothful and overzealous mongrels get the contingents waited imprudently for the day of ascension to come, that reckoning moment where gospel takes flight. Judgment befalls those led by the blind, as inference often does, and their steeple was set to flames. Seems the farmer, whose name was Cain, passed out a stall away, drunk on wine, seduced by bloodlines, smoking remorseful satisfaction. So burn they all dead, and some would have to grin. See, false deities are a losing bet from the outset. An ego rampant is nigh but a medium for passing parasitic and best station. All right. I never thought I'd say this in my lifetime, but <laughs> I, I, the, when you were reading that, I saw a kind of a combination between C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters and Monty Python's The Life of Brian, um, <laughs> which is which are two totally different different concepts and different ideas, but definitely definitely something that is kind of kind of a out there but teaches a lesson in itself which which i I see you know what because screw tape himself was out after soul, and a lot of what you put here is very similar to that, yet at the same time. There was a, there was a kind of a falsehood and a mistake, which that's why I, I thought of the life of Brian a little bit. So definitely, definitely an interesting mix and an interesting way to bring it. Now, before I get any more comments for you, Sin, I want to welcome to the show Brandy. Hello, Brandy. Hey, Brandy. darling. What's going on, sugars? Hi, sugars. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. Not much is going on. I'm going to get the first comment from Patrick. Patrick, what do you think of that? All right. Now I'm back to no data, so that means I can't read. Uh-oh. But I can call and I can listen. So I listened okay. to some of it. And. I can't really piece together the message because with Sims work, I have to actually read it line for line. So I just wanted to say that I did enjoy the bits that I was able to pick up. That is awesome. That is awesome, at least. At least you can say that, which is great. Hey, Boo, what do you think about it? Yeah. Okay, she's on mute. Um, 
supposed to be satire and humor, I believe so, but it's arrogant and um, in your face when you do it. Uh, also led by the blind, and parents often are. Uh, I think that's true. Really great, uh, great poems and the attitude. All right. We did, we did get a comment, Abu. I did hear her. Abu, you're kind of sounding way far away from the phone, but we I did hear what you had to say. Uh, okay. Um, can I say something? Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll let you speak right after Salwa, Brandy. But yeah, Salwa, okay. what do you think about Salwa, the same phone? what's going on? Hi, Southern Girl. Hello, Southern Girl. Hello, Southern Girl. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Okay. So, Mr., from the title to the last lane, there is a profound satire, satire sorry, delivered, as you mentioned, you and you did such a, you really did that, as you said, but beautifully delivered, and great read. Grow to, I like this line, grow to spread the fallacy of malicious intent with manure eating overture, uh, overture of war domination uh, obvious to share. This is like um, what really kind of boo uh, kind of mentioning, I think. That where you're going with it, I'm not sure too, but I think that's where you're going with it. People who pretend and or arrogance or to think uh, they can, they know it all, I feel like, or all talk badly about other people, either or. A very powerful message, as always. All right. Brandy, I'll give you the microphone right now. What you got? Okay. Buddy, what do you mean? I'm going to make you be quiet unless you got something in mind. First of all, honey, I'll make you squeal. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, what do you mean, damn? Because, you know, that could also mean a dust of double sword. Pardon me, I'm drinking a little wine, a good Merlot, by the way. <laughs> Haven't had one in forever. Oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. Let me get uh, let me go ahead and put our next poem on the board. I want to comment. Okay, Wayne, go ahead. Yeah, I like I like the way Sin Sin writes. I wrote it up. Long live the maggot. Hail to Abel, the worm of worms. And uh, this is crawling with wisdom. And uh, I said, uh, to hell with raid, eat shit and die. This is hilarious way to go, Sin. I like your men of men, and I love it. That's all I want to say. Good job. Thanks, Wayne. All right. Let me see where we're going to go from here. Uh, Boo, can can you read us a poem? Ah? Who? Is my phone too too jacked up or is it fine? As long as you're that close, we're good to go. All right. Oh, okay. We got a little heaven. Right. We got a little heavenly angel out there for you to read. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh. All right. Heavenly. <laughs> I like the Okay. Like a thief in the night, heavenly angel. So oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and we never even know why we have the key. I've come to steal your heart away. I'm waiting for the night to fall when everything's dark, when everything is bearable. When I know your heart is most vulnerable, I know you want a lover because I got a peaceful, easy feeling, and I know you won't let me down. I need you as much as you need me. Close your eyes and imagine for a moment the most perfect feeling possible. And there in the still, 
all you feel is tranquility around you. No, I'm not the naive, that naive. I won't be total relief, but here in my heart, I can give you the best of my love. Full moon is calling, the fever is high, and don't have to worry, just hold on tight, because I love you, and I plan to steal your heart away. And boom. Sounds like a song. Oh, it is a song. <laughs> it is. A bunch of eagles. It's, a, it's an eagles mix, you know. It's like, I like the way your sparkling earring play against your and I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight with the stars all around. Because I got a peaceful, easy feeling. And I know you won't let me down. Because I'm already standing on the ground. Oh, yeah. Angel, you nailed it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it, Angel. Great Absolutely. job singing. Great job singing. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not the easiest song in the world. Hey, Tila, what do you think about uh, Angel's poem? Oh, oh, my God. It was so good, Angel. I loved it. I loved it each and every moment, you know. It was such a fun, fun, fun type. I would like to steal your heart, you know. The full moon is calling. The fever is high. You don't have to worry. Just hold on tight because I love you, and I plan to steal your heart away. Wow, what a beauty. Lovely. I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> and um, let's see, Brandy, what do you think about that? Yeah, I would have never thought it was a song until I saw I saw the link to it or whatever, and I took a quick peek, and I was like, oh. Okay, dokie. I'm not one for song lyric poetry, but it's nice to see someone else do it. You know, and I oh, like, absolutely. Okay. You know, and then when you were singing that, I was thinking about earlier today. Um, my nephew came up to me. He was like, "Who sings this?" And he played it for me. I said, "Oh, the Beatles." And it was come closer. Um, closer together. Excuse me. And um, I was like, who this? And I played it on YouTube. And he was like, yeah, well, who's? I said, that's the Beatles, Abbey Road. And he was like, I like this mess. <laughs> I'm not going to say what he, what, he, what he really said. But he was like, I'm digging this. And he kept saying, he like, come together right now over me. And I said, get it. Get it, Tremaine. Get it. <laughs> Oh, I got to say, Angel, look what you did. Angel, look what you did. You got us all singing up here. Uh, awesome <laughs> job. Um, Patrick, Patrick, what do you think? Could you, uh, could you hear that uh, poem okay? Hello, is my, is my voice cutting in and out by chance? No, I can hear you great. All right, cool. I'm actually outside with Wi-Fi. I will be able to get a good comment in on the next one and from then on. But for this one, I like a little bit of what I heard. I didn't hear much. So, like, I was in and out. Hey, no no problem. Uh, Sin, what do you think about it? I thought it was uh, a great transition. The artist lyrics and her word choices to make 
you know, a, a beautiful uh, melody, uh, own melody, their own works to it. So it was it was a significant job. Uh, that's not so easy to do. Take someone else's, you know, work and make your own with it. So fantastically done. And Boo, you get the last say, and then we're going to put your poem on the board. Uh, I, did I chime in? Maybe I didn't. Okay. I thought I'm really good. I was going to say, I think there's a couple of songs, maybe the type modes in the, in the bottom there, it looks like, but I thought it was great. I agree, it's not easy to make somebody else's uh, lyrics, but she did it and still made it her own. So uh, I liked it a lot. It was something a little bit different. Good All right, Boo, you are up. Uh, okay. Uh, it's called Until Then. See granite headstones, wooden crosses, and wreaths, reminders of what once lived atop, now intended way beneath, as I walk through the cemetery, trampled upon fallen leaves, towards Mark Graves, pay respect, not in grief. The feeling of my heart sink once you gave me more than a lot, happy to be here yet guilty, the times that I forgot. Kneeling over their grave, I lay down some flowers, tidy around, say a prayer, but my mind is overpowered. Moments of clarity hit me, never will I see them again. It's over, our life together, but I just can't comprehend. Finality, the final dawn, they're gone, erased from time. What happening can't think straight, my brain declines. I turn to walk away, taking a panoramic look around. Other people are standing beside loved ones' ground. Some look in their eye, they shook me to the bone. When intelligence meets reality, so much is left unknown and home. All right. Oh. Here's, here's the thing that this reminds me of, because bottom bottom line is we've got so many um, graveyards around here that that are pretty much done putting bodies in. And you take a look at those those type of graveyards, and bottom line is, you never see them visited. You never see them gone to. Ultimately, what kind of legacy are we going to leave for others that generations down the line, they're going to go to that cemetery, look at it, and say, yeah, that person did this or that person did that. Um, in, In regards to us as poets, um, we have to put in an impactful say on what we do and so that there is uh, a way that we can touch everybody. And, Boo, this is absolutely a fantastic message stating that. Um, you actually put in there someone who cares, someone that was remembered, someone that has a legacy. And that is yeah. ultimately the most important thing is that legacy. So amazing job, Boo. Um, Salwa, what do you what do you think about that? This is something this is new and like different for Boo for me, I see. You know, very deep, very touching, actually brought tears. It's it, it takes you back to um I think it's very personal at the same time, but we can all relate to it walking into the cemeteries of people that uh, mean something to her, uh, beloved one. Um, 
where to pray respect not in Greece, a feeling of my heart sink. Ones who gave more than a lot happy to be here, yet guilty of time I forgot. It's 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 actually when with the beloved one, yes, we move on with our life, they passed away, we we move, we get busy with life so much that sometimes uh, I think in our heart they are still there. You really don't you really don't forget them. Tidy around, say a prayer, but mind. And I believe the, that this is my belief uh, that they can hear us when we visit them. Uh, and we and that's what you did. You went to say a prayer for them to to, to tell them that you still um, yes, you forget you forget to come visit, but maybe they are hurt. And then when you turn to walk away. The, the look around, other people are standing. You see the real between the death and life. This is in life where we live in now. Beside loved one ground, some look in their eyes that shook me to the bone when intelligence meets reality so much. This last line is so powerful. Uh, it like moved me so deeply. You just express it so bad. And also it has another message that people who, who, who I, I think, uh, kind of hidden there, People who are gone, um, they keep, when you when you see the reality that people are alive, you still see something in them. But when they're gone, it's a different world. We really can't see in their eyes anymore. I, I don't know, maybe it's me who got it, understood it this way, but uh, you can see it in people still alive. I went too I went too far with this. It's very deep. Yeah, yeah. So I really love it. It's very very special. Thank you. Amazing poem. All right. Brandy is chomping at the bit to say something. Go ahead, Brandy. <laughs> she put this stank on it. That's what he did. <laughs> just like just like I told Jay, I think I told you, what, last weekend or something like that? Oh, the past weekend about that soul food cooking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a ago. fight over the turkey necks, man. Everybody's still in somebody's plate. <laughs> she getting the soul food running, folks. So that was great. Uh, Sin, what do you what do you think about Blue's Peace? I think, for one, this is the best poem I've ever read of yours, bar none. Uh, it reaches deep into how one cherishes and lives on in those past. It wrenches the heart for loss and hope, triumph and empowerment given by the legacies we honor. The uh, memory goes beyond the graveyard. They live inside of us, and that's everything I I captured from your poem. It is an amazing piece. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Patrick, what do you think? I love the dark emotions being displayed. My favorite lines was the very last couplet. When intelligence meets reality, we find out all that we have unknown. I thought that was remarkable. Thank you, Patrick. And Wayne, what do you think? Well, I said um, it's, a, it's a sad walk through the graveyard, reminiscing about a past lover and the times that you remembered and recalling the times that you forgot. It's a love poem that has great emotion in it. Uh, it's a wonderful job with it, and it kind of made me smile at the thought of it. It's a, it's, I love the tenderness of the poem, and it's just great emotionally, and uh, it's it's a good, good love poem. I like it a whole lot. Great job. Thanks, Yeah. And um, I want to get a comment from, last comment from Tila. Tila, what do you think? 
your poem was very powerful, very nicely written. And yes, I agree with most of the people that it is sad that when you guys are like, um, you know, like people don't attend, um, you know, people who are gone and passed. And it's just lying, you know, the the thing is still there. Every, You know, it's very, very sad that you should go and mark respect. At least, you know, like how Sarva said, that, uh, that they hear you. When you are there, they hear you. And when you're leaving, they still hear you. And, yes, you should, you know, at least go and put some flowers, talk, tidy around, say a prayer. And, um, boo, it's such a... Very, very sentiment. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Puna. You are all right. Well, where we're going to go from here, let me check. Okay, no more callers. Where we're going to go from here is I'm going to read my poem next and <gasps> then we can keep on going. Which one is and today? Food or? This, this is called Stigmata Hands on Mountainside. And I took that picture myself. And it goes like this. Corundum clash in sapphire blue. Sparks and chips so often fly. Rainbows splash in forget-me-nots. No clouds present in the sky. Waves they lap on silica shores. Cutting wounds in feral hearts. No longer blood upon the sands. Nights finish, for days must start. Stigmata hands on mountainside, healing fissures on your skin. My rock you fight and stable me. Keep me settled deep within. End poem. Oh, wow. Brandy, what do you think? Okay. Okay, you know what? Normally I don't get philosophical too often because it works my little demented brain to pieces. But I'm going to have to go for it. Right off the bat, conundrum, clash, and sapphire blue. That right there just says, wow. That's one line metaphor. Then you turn around, third line. Rainbow splashing, forget-me-nots. I've used that phrase, forget-me-nots, in several of my poems before because one is a pretty flower, you know. It's a pretty flower, but when you use it in metaphoric terms, you can do it in so many different ways and get so many different outcomes. People either get it or they don't, you know. You know, and you can make it turn. You can make it dark as all you want, or you can make it light and airy, and it be strife with just a lot of emotion without realizing that you put a lot of emotion into it. You you just have to read between the lines, you know. But yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, You're right, nice Randy. One. I, I love I, it. I did put a whole lot of emotion into it. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. I went for the five. Oh no. I blame the wine. Blame the wine. Always blame the wine. Paola, you still here? It's me back. I'm sorry, I was muted. 
sorry about that. <laughs> um, just the opening is like very beautiful. That current uh, and clash and sapphire blue spark and ship off and you fly. There's this clash between. There's a full of emotion, of course, as always. That's JTA. But there is a clash almost between the waves they lay. Um, between the clouds, the clouds can hide things, or can, or they can, they can be gray, they can be white, they can, they can hide the blue skies. But you presented us with the sapphire blue in the beginning, but and then the rainbow splash, forget me not. So you forgot, you put your forget me not in the rainbow, wherever there is, even if there is, um, if there is cloud, uh, there is. The rainbows will not let them show because you you, you always have this rainbow inside of you. Forget me not. They'll never forget this rainbow of, of your life. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the beginning. And believe it or not, uh, they grow where I'm at. They grow wild where I'm at in, in the country. Yeah. They grow wild here yeah. where I'm at. Forget me yes. not. Yes, and then you and then you you move on to the waves. Uh, Surely, you kissing the waves and the shores, cutting the pain, the waves cutting the pain. That's so vivid imagery, so beautiful. And the blood in the sand. Wow. But then, even after this pain that's bleeding, you have to start a new day um, on the mountainside, healing seizures. That's where you find the healing. Uh, on your skin, my rock. It's just so beautifully, truly one of the most emotional, uh, like so full of emotion of your poem. Every line is full of emotion. Evokes emotion delicately, actually. Very beautiful and stunning. Bond. Thank you so much. Let me ask you something, Jay. How you consider putting this part of your book on your part of your book? No, no. This is this is something that's different. Okay. No. I think you should you should you should take this like a part of the title. You know, knock off the stigmata, yeah. but hands on the mountainside. That should be the title of your book that you're working on, your poetry book. There you go. All right, I'll, I'll I'll take that into consideration. Thank you, Brandy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I wrote a poem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Wayne? I better shut up now. Wayne. Wait, I'm here. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. I said this is a very well-written poem in wonderful poetic terms, great terminology, and well-balanced and great flow. The theme of friendship is a little abstract from my brain, but but the poem floats along like it's in the wind. It reads like music's playing. I love it a lot. It's a good job on this day. Wonderful it, job. Oh, Thank you, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it. I didn't see it as yeah. abstract. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends, huh? Uh, Tilla? Tilla? Sorry. Hi. Um, uh, uh, there are few few of it. I really like it. Uh, the last two lines. My rock, you fight and stable me. Keep me settled deep within. Uh, it's a, it's such a you know. I like it. I like uh, the two lines of what you you what you have mentioned. And I also like the rainbow splash in forget me not the flower uh, forget me not uh, is my my flower too i love it you know it it uh, 
the name itself is so good, you know, for a friend or anything. And there you are saying my theme is friendship. It's something to do with friendship, the forget-me-not. Yeah. Thank you. Jay, you want to get Frank's opinion? He's on hold. No, uh, I don't think he's on hold anymore. Let me double check if he's still on hold. Yeah, he is on hold. All right. Let me get him off. Hold on. There he's off of hold. Hey, Frank. Frank's in the house. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, no, I was just listening to that. Uh, it's beautiful comments there. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, How you feel about this, uh, this poem? I mean, he touched mm-hmm. me with this poem. He touched me. Obviously, he's talking about friendship here, and uh, the most deepest considerate, affectionate. I think there's nothing more of this, and one can embrace the meaning and depth of what it means. Beautiful poem. Yeah, yeah. Am I thank you. Anybody? You're, yeah, I think you forgot Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, I'm sorry, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I need to write it down. What do you think, my friend? Thanks, Patrick. Hey, I thought the image was marvelous. It just went from image after image after image. And... Sorry, it's really loud out here. No we can hear you. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, I really like the title, Stigmata Hands on Mountainside. Yeah. Uh, that like, speaks to me. Like, I'd have to soak it in for a while. I can't give you a real something about it. just, like, really sticks to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, the people on the street, they promote okay. drag race on the street. Okay. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, I apologize for that. I didn't speak out like this. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, going to say imagery used here. It was really well done. Thank you. Yes, I, I, I put one in the first thing, too. Okay. There's a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah. What, three three stanzas? I mean, so much. I like the healing figures on your skin, my rock. About somebody who lifts you and pulls you up and makes you feel uh, supported and, and like you deserve to be. So I uh, thought it was beautiful. Great job on this one. Yeah, a lot of feeling. You're welcome. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have uh, Brandy go ahead and read her piece next. So, Brandy. Okay. And by the way, this is from my, the pictures from my own personal collection. Yes, I'm an amateur photographer. I know what you might want. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. It's from my own personal collection. And it's titled, In the Nativity of You. And it goes like this. Written in words of endearment. Pause. Side pinkest blush. Crease. Eyes close. Poetics of us. Dream. And pause. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Really (laughs) short to the point. And very powerful. 
you did a great job uh with that brandy there there are so so many you know what you, you do you you pack you pack a punch in something that is absolutely short and sweet that there's nothing more i can say about that you you just absolutely you, it's it's like you t- you you told us to go out in the uh go out and get our own uh, ugly stick and <laughs> and go and ahead so come we, out like that. so we can get that beating from your words Ex- excellent job excellent job if anybody doesn't know what i mean by uh, ugly stick um uh, i don't know what it is i don't know what it is Okay, okay. I, I get a southern version. I get the definition of it. No, no, no. Let me, let me. I know the southern version too. Come on. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. It, it's another name for a switch, pretty much. Uh, what yeah. your parents would do when you were young is they would go out and say, "Go, go get a stick. You're up. You're gonna get a whipping. Go out there and and get oh. that get that stick. So you're gonna right. get you're gonna get your, oh, your oh. butt." But oh, you're going to go with your butt with. And I used to get saddled with. Saddled with was the only thing I got when I was a kid, unfortunately. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but that's what you did to me, Brandy. You went and got. You went uh, and uh, told me to get a switch. I got a switch, and, and, and you just beat me with it. Great job. <laughs> Tila, what do you think about this poem? Oh my God! <laughs> what is? <laughs> I'm going to laugh a lot. <laughs> I like the bike, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did it, Sepia. You, you are on the camera you, you're for a good purpose. Yeah, you're a good Thank photographer, you. you know, and I love it. <laughs> and uh, it's full of plush, you know, the, the pinkish plush. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm going to go. It, it, it's it's good. And I'm going to close my eyes to a poetic offer stream. <laughs> All right. And let me get a comment from Wayne on that one. Wayne, what do you think? Unmute Wayne. I think it was a, I think it was fifteen wonderful words of uh, of reminiscing. And I think it's a lovely little poem, and I liked it a lot. Good job. Thank you. Hey Wayne, I got a question for you. Did you put your poem under the wrong uh, wrong topic? Uh, I just wanted to put it under uh, the things I thought. Just uh, uh, yeah. Is my sailboat and I is that is that what you're going to read yeah. tonight? Yeah, yeah you put it on the wrong topic. topic. No, no, no problem. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'll take, I'll didn't take care of it. You're okay. going to be yeah, reading next, minutes. by I, the way. Okay, I finished, I finished it five minutes before the show started. So it's kind of yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have you reading next. But, Frank, what did you think of uh, Brandy's poem? Well, with such uh, brevity there expressed, uh, and she says, less is more of simplicity, I'd say. Just leaves me thinking and pondering that. Uh, I like the sentiment here. Uh, I like the way it begins, and I like the way it ends. Uh, it's overall, it's a great piece. I mean, I I don't do much brevity, but what I when I do, I try to concise it with such few words and make it impactful. And, and you did. You made this impactful. 
you know how to make a girl blush. Oh, I've done <laughs> that already too many. <laughs> just, just take it as a compliment. No, 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 no. I, I'm being serious here. This is a good poem, and I say a good compliment. I mean it seriously. Thank you, Chida. And Selwa, what do you think? I love the brevity of it, but the, the every word has so much to say. It's just about how he expressed itself, uh, written words of affection for me. Uh, you pose and sigh. It's right. You talk about your thoughts when you're writing. Uh, closed eye, poetic of us, and you dream. You think of a word. You close your eyes. You feel. You feel something. Uh, you close. You you take it and close your eyes and then let, just let it go it's like a dream. So beautiful. Really, very deeply touched me. Yes. Yes. Um, All right. Can I make an announcement for my show October third? I know it's some ways out, but I want to give people a general idea. Sure. Absolutely, and I'll tell you what, Brandy, if you go ahead and put a topic up uh, as soon as possible, we'll start we'll start plugging it more and more. All right. Since October third is but a few weeks away. Here's what's gonna happen. There will be no sultry Saturday. There will be no sultry Saturday, but because Halloween is coming around the corner, because October is around the corner too, there will be a show on on Urban Legends. Oh yes. <laughs> Urban Legends. Perfect so do your for, homework. Perfect for Boo. Do, do your homework. Lesson? Do your you research. You do the Jersey Devil, Boo. <laughs> What is it? What is do it going to be on? Do your research on your area. On, My area. I won't do, what do you mean research? area? On your area, in your state. Urban legends. Oh, okay. Um, what, what it is, oh, what it is. Yeah, what it is is go go to your town and see if they got yeah. some type of legend, uh, like um, yeah, like in, ghost yeah. stories or, or a strict, think like, in, uh, like, in, here like in Texas, where I'm at, I, like I, I, I think here in, in Texas we have the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something like that. I think that's the only thing I can recall oh of Texas. God. You know what else you could do down in Texas, Frank? You could do a chupacabra. Oh, there all right. That's a common example. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm not going to do the chupacabra, chupacabra, chupacabra. but I, I'll do the cabra. And, I don't want it. And like I, want, I, said, I don't want no boom. movie. Here's the thing. Oh. I do not want so movie that, references. So what does that have to be? Just a legend. It has to be Just from your town or your state. It does, I well, don't want movie reference. No problem. Well, uh, I'm not sure about that. Well, you got to understand, uh, Brandy, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is loosely based on a true story. So. Okay, it, okay, yeah, okay. You know, so it, it would work for him. Yeah. How many so, did that guy actually kill? I'm too busy having. Um, I'm not gonna explain while doing while while the movie was on on what on the DVD player, so I'm not going in that detail. That's privacy. Um, but as long as it's an urban legend within your town, within your state, I'm fine with it. Sawa, so, uh, do you have did you have an urban legends before you moved to the state? I have no, I have no idea, and I'll get scared. If it's scary, I don't, I don't like to write about scary stuff. I'm so sorry. 
Okay. <laughs> Look up. We got now. Virginia has some. Now Virginia does has has a few. We do have. We do have some. It has, it has to be scary. It has to be scary. It has to be scary. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it has to be in poetic form. And what what right. we don't what what doesn't come in. There will be an open reading. Jay? Unfortunately, you won't be participating in the reading because you already had yours, unless there's more to come from your father. No. We'll set you up, we'll set you up uh, closer to Halloween on that, Brandy, okay? Okay. Oh, All right. Uh, yeah, the urban legend. Poetry, whatever. If you got information, yep. want to add we'll, to it? We'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about everything. And uh, yes, I just want and, to tell Brandy. Uh, I love let me see book. where I want to go from here. Uh, let Let's say hello to Irish Scott. Uh, Irish Scott wants Hi. to stay on hold. So, so but uh, Irish Scott is on the board, which is awesome. And uh, let's uh, get let's get a couple yes. more comments on on uh, the poem. And okay. uh, then I gotta go because I'm getting. I promise I'll we'll see get, somebody we'll, else. Yeah, we'll, we'll grab one more. We'll grab you one more comment. What, my what's up, Boo? You want to? Boo, you want to comment? I do. I was just gonna say I think this is beautiful. A stunning, really. It's it's gorgeous. It's so dreamy and just leaves you wondering and perfect words that you chose and it makes you want more. I think this is fantastic, Sandy. Oh, thank you, Boo. Well, Boo, can I oh, ask you a question? Let me just double check. We're going to go Lestat next. Um, All right, y'all. Do you have a link for the poem, Boo? Oh, good point. Uh, let me check with y'all later. I'll we'll check it out. Thank you. I'll type up All everything. All right, Randy, you take All right. care. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, bye, sugar. Bonsoir. Bye-bye. 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 bye Thirteen. Um, Paige isn't going to help me on on the board, but I will I get to it. Is that the poem, Jay? That's yeah, one, I'm that's trying the to get to the read, sound no? Isn't that the one I we read? The... Yeah, we're going to do it again because we're sad didn't get to No, 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 it's okay. No, no, of course. No, no, I understand that. I'm just trying to remember if this is a poem. Okay, I, I, I'm ready. Is it on the board? Yes, yes, dear. I told you that already. All right, we're playing. Represents the past flow of walking in the cycle. Here, don't you know? Seize ourselves. For those that are forsaken, those that are aching, pain, 
think I'm here for the making. Just listen all up, I've got a little word. Don't know yet, maybe soon you've heard. And atheist is wrong for the right reason. It's all my plan, just like the season. It's all about working, finding the truth. This one goes out to the hurry of you. Thinking you've got an OMC pain. Think of her existence. The God ain't playing by her smears or step. How many cannon close has in your breath? How many times have you been dealt fate? How many times you've been at Hell's Gate? My thing you see, of miraculous, so fed up, you just seem to cuss. I'm talking about the sick dying, you know, slaying. Talking about the land, you're in this land. Not God's place to intervene, yet he is present on the scene. Waiting for one to look within her eye, not to suck it up and just sigh. His work was done on day six. His glorious first since the crucifix. He need not do any one thing for man. He potentially gave from mountain to sand. Trust my words and put them to your test. I'm not so gullible like the rest. Won't blame God for the pain in this land. Soul so simple, yet so grand. You can change your ways and not look up. And you yourself, we offer your cup. Tell you what, talking about mind blowing, that thing was absolutely intense. Had a great message. I I, I think it was just absolutely fantastic. I, I love the music behind it. My goodness, that beat just rocked. And then when you put it on there, it actually sounded something very very uh, almost almost kind of like pop rap um, meets techno. And I absolutely love that. That, that 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 thing just rocked. Um, let's see, Tila, what'd you think? I think, oh my God, it was so nice. Uh, that's what first thing I just sent him a uh, comment that I love the music. I really liked the voice; it was so good, and, and the line, "Just ask for nothing, and don't you lie." Maybe heaven itself will open in the sky. God just wants a humble sacrifice. A leap of faith, a roll of the dice. Oh my God! Each and everything, whatever he's mentioned, it's so nice. I I really liked it. Thank you. 
Fantastic. And uh, let me get a comment from Sawa. Sawa, are you on mute? Oh, oh, sorry, I was on mute. <laughs> uh, I found it very uh, interesting, fascinating how he took a spiritual poem, read it, the read is beautiful, and um, give it this uh, music beat that's completely like a rap. Just amazing. I never heard a spiritual poem would mix with the um, rap, uh, read as a rap, and uh, with this with kind of uh, beat of music, uh, really energizing. And the message itself is very beautiful. My favorite uh, stands out lines, won't blame God for the pain in this land. Uh, it's all simple yet so grand. If you can change your ways and not look up, maybe yourself be offered the cup. Just ask for nothing and don't rely. Maybe heaven itself will open the sky. I love these lines. So powerful mm. and so true. Yeah. And a great yeah. message. He did, he did such a beautiful job. Fabulous work. Very, very naturally talented. It's just amazing. Every poem you have, it has a deep message. And Boo, what do you think? Sorry, can you hear me, Jay? Yeah, you you sound far away again. Oh, my phone is terrible. I'm sorry. Um, I love the beat. I thought I agree with you too. I thought it was uh, like a techno vibe too. And uh, I like what he says here. Just listen up. I've got a little word. Don't know how. Maybe soon you've heard an atheist is wrong for the right reason. That's awesome metaphor there. Um, the whole thing is really, I'm talking about sick dying and this flank and talking about lack that you mislay. And I mean, he just, this is like a bitch slap of reality and telling us to wake up uh, musically and poetically. And I love the picture at the bottom that he has on the, the uh, thing. It's really, really cool. And says to ask for nothing by accepting God did at unfathomable amounts. So true. Once you accept God, things are possible. Loved it. And Wayne, I'm going to let you have the last say on it. Then we're going to put your poem on the board. All right. This uh, this is a wonderful poem. This is a, this is a lot about how I believe God put us here, and in life is just life. He doesn't command it, and He lets us live our life. And he lets us choose. The big thing is to let us choose the path we take is up to us. And we don't we shouldn't blame God for anything. We shouldn't give him a lot of credit. He gave us something we don't appreciate. He gave us a choice. And how do you choose is up to you. And I think this is a great poem and he's a genius brightness. Great job, Stat. Oh, you're cute, Wayne. And Wayne, your poem is on the board. Oh, ready? Well, I was just I was just right before the show started, I wrote for another contest and it was uh, after I wrote it and after I wrote it kind of fast, it's like twenty minute right. And then I got through and I read what he said. He said he don't like, uh, he doesn't, he's not in favor of rhyming much. So, so I love this. So it's called My oh, Sailboat and I. <laughs> Nothing compares to my sailboat and me as we cast off the challenge to sea. To the wind, I guess the talk canopy, just me and the boat, happy and free. Strength of the wind gives me the force, determines time to complete the course. There's no greater foe than the open ocean, constantly challenged by nature's motion. Wind is brutal while battling the waves. Some days, some days they obey like they are slaves. Then there are days when they misbehave, never surrender from the task they gave. Listen to the sound of waves, rhythmic slap. No to back off from the mighty white cap. Watch the sun cast diamonds across bow. Have time to relax and enjoy somehow. Not for the, wind, not for the timid or those who can't sail. There are many stories the sailors can tell 
Thoughts of Avengers, Avengers didn't go well. To constant, be constant aware if you want to prevail in. Awesome. Awesome. I'll tell you a little story. Um, we uh, we were out uh, at uh, Little Turtle uh, Reservoir in, um, gosh, where was it, Arkansas or something like that? No, Missouri. I, for, I can't remember quite where it was. But um, I had a chaplain out there who brought a sailboat. And that was one of the funnest things I have ever done in my life. We went sailing on that on that uh, reservoir, big reservoir, but went sailing, had a blast, felt so free that as as the wind just went through your hair and just touched you. And I, I love what you did here, Wayne. It, it's an absolute wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, Frank, what do you think? Oh, this is a this is a wonderful piece. Uh, I didn't, and I myself do not sell much, uh, but I, I do appreciate uh, just the, the prospect of sailing. Uh, I love this uh, poem because it's intimate. I love the, the nature of the poem. I love the way he began the poem with nothing compares to my sailboat. It's uh, an intimate feeling, intimate expression, yeah. And I just enjoyed the way he continued this with the wind. Uh, then he said, listen to the sound of waves. Somebody like me who grew up in the, uh, over on the beach, uh, I know what the waves are. I know what the sea is. And he just brought memories of this. And I used to uh, remember my uncle used to do a lot of sailing. So this has just brought me memories. But it was an, overall, it was an excellent piece. Thank you, man. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful comment. And I would love to get a comment. Um, I'm debating on the two. Let me get a comment from Sal on this. Oh, thank you. This is I love the ocean and I love uh, the boat of sailing too. So it's a beautiful story of sailing of you and your boat. The wind gives this amazing, the amazing feeling of the ocean is incredible. My favorite line: "There is no greater foe than open ocean, constantly challenged by nature motion." Listen to sound of waves with my staff. Know that to back off from mighty white caps. Watch the sun cast diamond across foe. That's time to relax and enjoy somehow. I actually, I did do sailing when I was way back, and it was a great experience. Um, it just really took me back to those days, beautiful. I just love the ocean in general. It's a really, really amazing poem. Show your emotion and how much you appreciate the moment. And also there's a message. Have time and relax. Whatever you're doing, it doesn't have to be ocean. Just take your time to relax and enjoy the moment. It's a beautiful poem. Wonderful. Great comment. Great comment there. Did you want to say something about this, Boo? Yes. Yes. I yeah, I hate to say that. Like no rhyming. I don't like rhyming. No no rhyme. What did it say? No pedestrian rhyme. Uh but hey Wayne, you know what I noticed about this? It's boxy. Look at that. Oh right. Yes, I love my boxy. Right there makes me want to read it. But uh I think you did a great job. It's true. When you can feel freedom and feel the wind in your hair, feel like nothing's going to pull you down. And there, I like how you say a sound of waves, rhythmic slap. I just think that's cool. And you be you because you're awesome the way you are. Rhyming or not rhyming? <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you very much, Boone. Uh, I'm going to let Pat, I'm gonna let Patrick have the last say on this. 
then we're going to put Patrick's poem on the board. Hey, Wayne, I really enjoyed yes, the, um, yeah. like JCA uh, said, story behind everything. Like you're in the boat, you're sailing, going through the motions, and you even described um, the wind currents kind of like slaves, I believe, right? I think I have yeah. Sure does. I don't have um, pulled up right now. But I really enjoyed the overall feel to it. It's like it's playful. It's fun. And I just enjoyed it. Thank you very much, Mitch. Great comment. All right. You you may need to refresh your, your poem is on the board, Patrick. All right. One, one second. I'm standing up. All right, so this one's kind of old. I wrote this for a contest, and I've just never actually read it to anyone other than the people who read it in the contest type thing. Well, I think I I don't remember I don't actually don't remember sharing this. Seems quite a few people commented on it and stuff, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So it's called Dear Integrity, and it goes like this. I remember you when we were here swaying above the bushes into the trees. You flew higher than anything. It was remarkable. I looked up feeling so small like I couldn't amount to what you were striving for, the very pride you bring into an egotistical world. There. It was just where you swayed past the branches that arc around the hidden halo of the world. The leaves scatter yet circle like intricate beasts. To your muse, around they twirl in your hands, you hold on to them, show them the beauty of the sun's rays that dance through the sky hiding the stars. It's a blue march this month. The sky looks so real and I can feel it seep into the ground where the flowers bloom and blossom. To bed April approaches. The wind is stark and dresses the land with a new kind of chill, a new cold. New reason to realize we are suffocating inside as integrity flies away into the starlight. I guess I don't need you to survive. I only wish I did. End poem. Wow. This is is quite incredible, mainly because of the title. You drug us in with that title and captured us, and then you slowly described it and that ending. Uh, was just oh my gosh, and anything was just incredible. What's that, Patrick? Oh, nothing. I had two housemates talk to me. Okay, no problem. Like I said, that that uh, you know, we all want to live with integrity, we all want to live with the truth because, um, you know, what, what, what do I say without um. If you got love and respect, you need integrity and truth. And I I think that that is an absolute brilliant approach to the whole thing, that we all strive for that integrity, to have that integrity, and to absolutely bring that integrity forth. So this is absolutely wonderful. Fantastic job. 
And I would love to get a comment on this from, let's start with Frank on this one as well. <laughs> uh, obviously, integrity is, is a very important thing. Although it's hollow at times uh, in meaning, it, it, it just depends on what we attribute integrity to me. I love the way you began this. I remember you. You were here swaying above the bushes and the trees. You uh, flew higher than anything. There, there is a, a very uh, quintessential, uh, how would I say, depth to that first line. I, I just found overall the piece has this evocative, a stirring, intimate nature that defines you. And it also defines what you're conveying here. And I just love the way you, you went on to say the wind it's dark and dress of the land of a new kind of chill that's just reminiscent of, of, of what we see at times. A new cold, new reason to realize that we are suffocating inside integrity flies away into the starlight. Let me just say that many times we just try to ponder things and yet we don't really, we think that so, they're so complicated. But yet the simplicity in itself is found within us and that that surrounds us, which is nature. But you did a great job, my friend. I love that last ending. You said, I guess I don't need you to survive. I only wish I did. There's, there's an intimate nature here, of course, of something else I'm not going to get into. But overall, it's, it's, it's an excellent piece. All right. Thank you. All right, Wayne. We got you. You got the kid, They got those kids yelling at you. No problem. <laughs> it happens to us all. Uh, Sawa, what do you think? Yes, thank you so much, because I love this poem. You know, the way I'm discovering the Patrick new writing, guys, this is new for me. Um, this is so many things I have to say, but let me just make it brief. W without integrity, we have nothing within guys. So you touched on something very important. Then I love how you approach it, a letter, uh, with the, the writing to someone dear. The integrity, the metaphor is brilliant. And not only that, you took us in a journey of memory back with the, in nature to show us the importance of integrity and how much we're striving for it. Very incredible. Very, very creative, brilliant, uh, very moving. So I really like it. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Sure, what do you think? Oh, I mean, right? You you saying to me? Yeah. Because I I cannot yes. hear. Right. I think I agree with you all. Without integrity, um, you know, uh, we are nothing. We it's very important. Self-respect is very very important. And um, uh, I, I like the way you mentioned. And there are a few things which I really liked it about. Um, I was reading the beauty of the sun rays that dance to the sky, hiding the stars. It's blue March this month. The sky looks so real, and I, and I can feel it seep into the ground where the flowers bloom and blossom. I think um, it's such a beautiful line. I love that uh, metaphor. I really like it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're All right. Welcome. And uh, Tila, we're going to go ahead and put your poem onto the board next. Okay. Okay. Okay, whenever you are ready. If you don't yeah. see it, go ahead and refresh. Right. I, I got it, yeah. Um, it's called Cotswold. Um, 
the ancient the ancient stream and pond retaining a stone walls embarking a bridge pier border of stone paved pasture a lovely countryside a dry stone structure a waving brunette in her slender mustardy long yellow chiffon tulip blowing in the air barefoot elegantly enjoying the beauty of coastal far and a blue river wind rushes paved with stone machinery stone house ancient of the past that's the end of poem thank you i love how people take um take colors in their own direction you came up with mustard i wrote for the same contest and i came up with sulfur uh, so there is a uniqueness. Yeah, there is a uniqueness in how people look at the the different types of colors, and I think it's absolutely, absolutely awesome the way they do. And you did a wonderful, wonderful job with this. Yeah. Uh, let me start the <laughs> com- comments with Sawa. Oh, uh, I agree with you. That's so beautiful. I love how she took us um, uh Tina's a very delicate person, and she took us into this old stream where um, a pound retaining, there is a, she gave us a description of what is there at first, stone, stone walls embarking the bridge pier. I can visually see that, border of stone pits, pasture, and then in a lovely countryside. What a beautiful place to be. But then uh, you talk about this waving brunette and her slender, how amazing mustardy long you describe how she is and how she's enjoying, uh, elegantly enjoying the beauty of coast world. I, I really enjoy that, how you took it in the, and I'm sure I didn't read what other people put in this contest, but that's so beautiful, very, um, very, uh, it brings serenity. You see this Thank feeling you. of peace. <laughs> I, w- I want to go for this walk. Where is it? Can I go? Where is this place? <laughs> I'm just, Cosper, it's so beautiful. It's in England. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm joking. It's also rolling hills. I've been, I'm, I'm <laughs> just, I'm just uh, teasing you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, welcome. Yep. Uh, all right. Frank, I'm going to let you make a comment on that one. Uh, well, first of all, the Cotswolds is uh, for those, uh, individuals who don't know. It's in the southwest part of England. It's a range of rolling hills. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, and I've discussed this with Tila before. We've discussed about uh, uh, the landscapes of, of Europe. And uh, this just was yes. another reminiscence here of uh, a beautiful poem and a beautiful journey into the Cotswolds. And uh, I enjoyed this piece. I would say that this is probably one of the best pieces I've read. And um, this is just has this very beautiful essence. She describes the sentiments expressed in this poem. Uh, and the Cotswolds, if, if someone who, who has not seen them, they're very beautiful, beautiful imagery, beautiful poem. Thank Wonderful. You. And before we get another comment for Tila, let's welcome to the show Baby Cakes herself, Sky. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Mama Kate. Hi. Hey, hey, Frank. Hi. Hey, Selma. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello, Sky. Miss you. Sky. Hi, Sky. Hi, Sky. Oh, hi, Wayne. Oh, so many Hi, how are you doing there, Sky? <laughs> <laughs> and let me also bring, 
Let me bring in the dazzling one himself, Raz. Hey, Raz. Raz, hold Hey, Jay, how you doing? Glad you survived your <laughs> epileptic seizure. <laughs> Can have a different day on the house. I had it. I had it for about what was it sixteen hours uh, on and off straight. So it it was a rough time, but uh, it was all about getting the medication, uh, proper dosage, and everything like that. So. I am a lot better than what I was. Can can I say one thing? Can I just sure. say, uh, Jay? Can you hear me? I just want to say yes, from uh, deep down, deep deep down from my heart that uh, I'm glad you're doing okay. Uh, I felt for you. It was painful for me too, and I hope you get better. And I'm glad you're on your toes you. and um, you're like uh, a brother to me in a sense. I know that we're far apart and perhaps we'll never meet each other, but. I take the essence of what uh, one feels and what one experiences. Uh, life, life is short, my friend. Thank you. Just enjoy it. Just now, enjoy take, it. Take I, take I thirty-five straight up, and then take a right on ninety-four. Okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 you'll find me. You'll find me there. One day, I'll, one day I'll pay you a visit. All right, sounds good. All right, I want to get a comment for Tila from Wayne. Wayne, are you on mute? Yes, I was. I, was. I think she did a perfect <laughs> job on the picture prompt. You could, you could feel the wind. You could see the view. You could feel her, feet, her bare feet going across the pave, the, the smooth st- stones. It was good all the way through. The, about, about, you can get with the picture prompt. I, I can see the picture with the same look at the picture. Great job. Thank you. Wonderful. Hey, Sawa, I'm going to have you uh, read our next poem, if that's okay. And, Sky, if you can... Um, if you can uh, put your link up in the topic, and uh, we'll get you up there pretty quickly, okay? Thank you. Okay, let me go. Okay. Uh, okay. Why did you leave? Mama, why do I see you crying at night? Why are you scared all the time? Mama, why did Daddy leave? I see that. What appears to be daddy, but that's not my daddy. My daddy's kind and loving. I miss my daddy. Not this cool, angry, and loving man in my daddy's body. Why? Why did he leave us? Big brother, why are you, why are you crying? Why are you so sad? Big brother, why did you, why did you leave me? You promised me you wouldn't leave me. Big brother, my heart hurts. Why does it hurt? Big brother, I miss you. I miss your heart that made me feel safe. Big brother, I'm scared. Why did you leave me to wander in this dark, cold, cruel world alone? Big brother, why did you leave? Why did you have to die? End of poem. Wow. And do you realize that this was written um, when... Irish Scott was about eight years old. Wow. Yes, I saw the note. I just saw the note. That is absolutely, wow. This was absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant and amazing. It was sad. It brought us right into the perspective of the child. And 
it was real life. It was real life. It's amazing that you start at this age and you keep on going and you become so powerful. And when we look back on something like this, it becomes pure raw power. And um, Salwa, you read it. What do you think? It's actually really heart-wrenching because it did remind me of my loss of my father who got killed too in a very ugly way. Um, from the anyway, so just brought really sad memories of mine when I was young. Um, it's it's very powerful. The young girl who writes this very every word why 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 the repetition of why uh, make it very um, painful and very uh, bring the moment back as if it was happened just you know, now. Um, it, it's really very moving. I I kind of hold myself not to cry when I was reading it touching. I don't know how you didn't cry. I will be honest with you. That was amazing read. You did wonderful reading that. Uh, Tila, what do you think? I think it was very sad. Artist Court, I, I just came to know you like recently and um, I think um, it's very, very touching. It's sad when um, when parents, you know, especially when they separate or divorce or anything and children are suffering because of the, um, what happened. And um, um, it, I hope it ha- doesn't happen to anyone, but it, it does. And, uh, you know, one feels, one feels when you read this, you feel that what that child must be going through and what the parents going through too. And uh, when they have a, you know, it's very sad. I'm sorry. It's amazing comment. And like like I said, Iris Scott is listening to us on hold. Um, so definitely listening to all your comments and appreciating them. Um, Raz, what did you think? Honest, raw, like you said, this takes you on the loss of death from an early age, all these questions occur to one who is conscious of the facts. So it really hits the heart hard when you're that young and don't understand that life has a process, which is also death. It can be all the more emotionally overwhelming to confront this issue at the first uh, instance that this poet decided to record these very questions makes it noteworthy for further explorations of uh, the true human psyche. Wonderful comment. And Sky, I'm going to let you have the last say, and then I'm going to put you on the board. I know you've been through a show, so I'm pretty sure that you're a little bit tired from it. (laughs) But just in case you want to go, want to go, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and make a comment and read. About 80 hours this week, but I, I was around for a few more, though. I appreciate it. Um, this was wonderful and so raw. I, I think that the question marks, too, and the way that it was expressed and the way that it was written, uh, there's a vulnerability in it. There's an, there's an honesty in it. Um, it almost flows as the same pattern of speech. You know, there's no bells and whistles. There's just the the, the, the questioning, the, the raw thoughts. 
And I think that gives a, a personal feel to the piece, a depth to the piece that I don't think to be grasped and say it any other way. It just it feels straight to the heart, and it was a very powerful piece. Very well done. Absolutely. And, Sky, your poem is on the board. Thank you. And uh, this one is called Rags to Clean Up Wards by Sky Darkle. There's a ghost in my chest, acid drums eating the soul, walls drowning in olive gas, crawling, with thin black legs, a spider to perch on tongue. And who is to mend its gap? Amber groves left eaten, gray tears of corpse memory, folding in on themselves like crumbling brick bells gone silent. And if only the moon could mend her pale flower brooch, of soft white and waning light, but her smiles only haunt, sad and dim without the sun. Like a beggar with one boot, she stumbles in the dark, tripping on hollow silvered shells, death capsules counted, filled through bone fingers and feeble hands. And home. Wow, there's such a feel of sadness throughout throughout there um i'm really taken by and if the moon could could mend her pale flowered brooch of soft white and warming light that is it, that works so well together it, it just it just flows and i i love the way that there is a, a, a inner rhyme there soft light and warning light i meant soft white and warning light. I love how that flowed together. The uh, the use of the couplets in most of the poem really, um, in the beginning of the poems, I should say, here and there, uh, you know, your word grouping was brilliant. And uh, the stagger staggering of the words just was incredible. I, I loved it. Um, let me get a comment from Wayne on this. Well, Scott, you did it again. You always have up with these great metaphors throughout your poem, and they, 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 they flow continuously, and they all blend together so perfectly. You did a great job of this. It's every every other line is, is another metaphor that just rings rings so clear. It's a great job of this, and blends it well, and I like it a whole lot. Good job with this. I like it. Thank you, Wayne. And Tila, what do you think? I think, Sky, I, I really like this poem because um the 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 first two lines there's a ghost in my heart acid drums eating the soul um and and i i love this one too like a beggar with one one boot she stumbles in the dark um it's, it's a beautiful poem and i loved it thank you thank you that was a great point, Tila. That 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 beggar line is a great line. It's it's just absolutely mind blowing, and wonderful to hear. Um, let me get a comment from Sawa. Um, oh, master, the master, <laughs> Sky, you have a this natural ability to come up with words that's just incredibly elegant, and then you. Woven them in just beautiful imagery that evoke so much feeling. This one, I mean, there's so many imagery and then sensations. You put body parts like the heart and the hands and the 
the what else? The, I like how you started with the heart because the heart is like a ghost eating. The, the feelings are in the heart, and you start uh, describing those feelings of pain and what and whose man it's got. But then you end with oh, the imagery. I can stop here forever. Every single image is amazing. Then you finish with the hand. I like you can see in the in the, in the image. So I love how you did end it with this. You left us with the memor the memorable <laughs> that's uh, very painful and show how much relationship or thank you. And I also I can have without the sun. Sawa, your phone's going in and out. My ear, my ear thing. I'm so sorry. Here we go. I was afraid to touch it, that I would lose you, but I should have put it back. Is this better? A hundred percent better. You. All right. Let me get a last comment from Frank, and then we're going to put Frank's I, poem on the board. My phone is. All right. Uh, I can hear you. Let me just say <laughs> that. Uh, let me just say that uh, I just was completely swallowed by this poem. The imagery. Yeah. Uh, the the quote itself. You just captured the quote. You captured to the T the quote. I love the way you began it. There's a ghost in my heart. Acid dr- drums eating the soap. That this you just personified a lot of what uh, we what, what what we feel at times. What what human beings express at times, but have a hard time realizing that. And what I enjoyed about this poem was the way you just the flow. In the ending of the poem, which ca- which just captured me, when you said death capsules countered and spilled through bone fingers and people hands, how many of us could not just say we have experienced that? How many of us could say we've mm-hmm. gone through this, but we don't know how to overcome this? This is the type of poem that's so it's just so vivid, vivid but yet yet it's uh, intense, yet it's just masterful. Great. You did a Thank great you, job, Frank. my friend. Thank you, Frank. Um, Wonderful. I just want to say, Jay, I, I added a new poem on there, and which is the one? Uh, yeah, there we go. Souls of the Slate. All right. Uh, hopefully, you bear with me. It's a long, long poem. Uh, and it has to do with, uh, how would I say it? It has to do with uh, the lore of uh, Nordic lore. This is Souls of the Slate. For many fold years, kinsmen shivered within the shade of the wanted blood. His weary days and nights became often a nightmare stretching onto the strand. The war of the Athlin strewn the main of blood of the kinsmen into a gory flood. Of the Saxons and the youths were of the murdering hand. And the shrewd lords had broken again a truce of a brethren of the days of yore. As a ruthless and baleful market wax, those who sought to slake their blood. Since the gods unfastened upon them, a grisly bane witnessed in the night's war, and beyond the dale came striding forward the horde of storm, beasts, and dirt. A dreaded eatings that rode of might and sent straightway to reave the leaf earth, coming ahead from a blustering wind nigh on wider dells on the crowd. A throng of the kinsmen hails them, in 
and the men swiftly felt the bird seeking to thwart the heat and furtherance. That's dreadful idea of crook. The Eatons crushed in the stern craft and slew with sheer strength the flanks of the furthest drudged and shunts of folk. Live and moaning became too shrill. The athletes and pinchmen began to wilt in the lonesome and dodgy ranks, and the fallen bodies wilt at once, nurses gloated and voice and thrill. The rot heathen showed no roof at all, and the brat girl had no winter in, when the athletes yielded enough work. No more maidens to break it tight. Doom seemed to befall upon them all, with no more fearsome hell elves to send. Stranded with the will of the rank, they sought within the burns hill upright. The freemen in the thanes waned of a handful with an athlete, as the burgwells and striplings fought the onslaught of vent beyond the cove. But a small forgotten token to heed anew, for the Etons overwhelmed the striplings, there in the wilding wrath the spot beams roaring over the fringy death that strove. The elders blew the blaring blaze horse and cleft upon the main slayer maiden who came from beyond the lively wilkin to the bustling winds of the earth. He stood with long and flowing silky hair with three shields and spears led by ravens coming down from the sky as a pole of fire riding upon the speed of the calf. The trodden ground rumbled unsuddenly as sundry souls of the fallen men arose, whence the fiery and swift parades began to slay the fierce of evening and pain. They rushed to the souls of the dying, of an unwavering whirlpool that rose, and the Etons crumbled in their few and deadly drops that had rained. Hence the maidens of war came to free, a wrath brought upon the ship by the gods, as the daughters of Odin uplifted soon a real anger of the gods and other aids of the men divine, and the flicking light of the lightning rods with a lasting trust amidst the folk known as the steady trot upward to the A this war, betwixt and God, a willful bond upon them for years, a broken by reckless greed and slight, the leery stones and forgot. The war of the Athens led to a downfall, and shared upon long Viking thundering tears that had begotten forthwith a cheerful hillock to rake up the souls of the same. End of poem. I, I really can't help myself here. Because it's a thriller, thriller night, and no one's going to save you from the beast about to strike. Yeah, do you, um, you brought me kind of into uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller video because your voice was just such an incredible, incredible storytelling. And I absolutely love that. You are a master storyteller. You have that ability to come forth and plant that seed and tell that seed and tell that story. And uh, I think... um, a perfect person to comment on this would be Sky. Oh yeah, this was this was a treat of being able to listen to you read this. Um, wow, I, I, there's no way I can possibly go through everything that I loved about this. I mean, look at these two gold to silver. It's, it's not about the awards, but again, it just shows that it's very appreciated. I. 
this was I I wasn't so much channeling, you know, um, Michael. I I was I was more channeling like uh, more. I I want to say Poe, but I I want to say even farther back than that. Uh, I thought this was epic. Um, I'm I think I'm echoing. I'm not sure. Um, but you know, this is just one. There was like this. Where was this? The bestowed one, bestowed with a long, uh, flowering, silky hair, um, with trick shields and spears, led by the ravens. Um, I just love this. I'm in the middle of reading one before Game of Thrones, and you know, they, there's this, there's this language and, and the way that it, that it that it speaks to, you know, that error. And I really think you captured this, um, you know, can, this dark bard like tale. If I can. If I can just interject one thing, this is completely written in old Middle English. There is no no. If you notice, there is no Latin words, no Greek. This is completely old, primarily Middle English, Middle English. But there is completely, it's completely English. I but the but the but but I mean yeah, but the the feeling of it, the story like tale. I I don't think you get that kind of writing a lot on here on this site. And I and I appreciate that. At least I don't see too much of it, at least on the shows and stuff like that. Especially because the length and, and sometimes, you know, you know, and it's great because sometimes with the lengths that you, on the shows, they don't um, put that length in. But it's really beautiful to hear you read and to be able to hear out loud and to be able to hear that storytelling. This is a great piece, Frank. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've got many of these poems. Yeah. And by the way, I've got, I did a whole... Uh, Anthology of these types of poems. I've got over 20 of these poems that are very much like this, based on Nordic and uh, and Saxon mythology. Oh, incredible! All right, uh, Raz, what do you think about it? Yeah, when it comes to Norse mythology, one of the deepest subjects is Ragnarok, the War of the Gods, and. Uh, it strikes that chord of actual tragedy, like with mythology, the fall of Troy, for instance, when you have something of greater power coming to an end. So this is uh, greatly expressed by the lyrical genius of uh, this poet thought of uh, epic-type meter. No, thank you. That was, that was very intellectual to say that. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I wish that most people could write these type of uh, poems. I mean, there was a time period where I wrote this, but I just unfortunately no one was, uh, there was a little interest to this, so that's why I stopped writing these types of poems. But I wish more of us could just write mythology and just let ourselves get lost in it. It's a beautiful thing, mythology, tradition, war, and so forth. Yeah, these wonderful folks like this. A long time ago, so you you at least uh, striking uh, that vein to uh, be remembered. It's almost like a Renaissance thought, even bringing up this form of medieval poetry in, in these times. Very controversial and brave on your part. Uh, I agree with that. I have to say, I agree with that. It's unfortunate that really. We don't expand into this type of poetry anymore. We keep it to the shelves of our libraries, and we just, how many of us really read this stuff anymore? I mean, I ask. We keep it to the shelves of our libraries, and we just, uh, I mean, I, I do, if I, I'll be very brief. I do performance. Uh, I, I do poetry. I, I do theater. 
and, and I, when I do recitals of, of poetry, sometimes I wish I could do this type of poetry, my friends, but I'm just no one grasps to this anymore. Very few. I agree. I thank Sheila, you for what, blessing us yeah. with this poem. I had not known Walonk is uh, ancient Norse for proud of all the yeah. other words explained on the list. These are words I, I that no longer reduce it. I'm, 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 I'm glad no that Frank was able to. <laughs> all right. I'm glad that Frank was able to put, if, if, if you get a chance to see this on the All Poetry site, this poem, he puts a very large, nice glossary in there for you to check out. And, and if I you look really at the bottom, that, Frank. just look at the bottom. Yep. If you scroll down to the bottom, you see in the notes for my anthology of Norse poems, I have the other ones there. So if you're interested in looking at all those poems, you can see them at, at the bottom. Some uh-huh. notes. And Jay, it's one, two golds, too, by the way, and a silk. So. Oh, yeah, so you, I'm you gonna gave me a gold. Up. I forgot you and Faye. You and Faye yeah. gave me a okay, gold. I'm going to let you for that. I'm going to let Tila make yeah, a comment, I, I, and then I'm going to let Boo make a comment. Right. Um, um, Frank, you, you you really write beautiful poems, and uh, this one is it, it's it's really, really good, and I'm glad that you have a glossary glo- glo- down where we can understand some of the meanings which we cannot. We can go through that, and uh, it's to do with Viking and... Um, I love the picture um, and the video. I'm going to, you know, when I get time, I'm going to watch this and going to understand um, the, you know, step by step what it really, um, it's going through the, through, also with the glossary so that I can understand um, the wordings, uh, which are very powerful. But I think you should continue. And as, as, I, as I always say that, uh, you know, we should, you know, everyone, all of us should learn these type of, this type of English, uh, you know, a medieval type, the way we can learn, um, and you're doing a very good job. Thank you. This, this has a reference to the Valkyries. Does anybody know who that is, the Valkyries? They, they were, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's the a Nordic tradition. Yes, exactly. They, so the end of the poem, where I say soul of the slain, they come for the souls of the slain on the battlefields. So that's what the reference of that poem really is. The Valkyries coming in and picking up those who are dead, the souls of the slain, in battle. A lot of people don't realize that within the Viking, within the Viking culture, they didn't just have male warriors; they had female warriors. There, they were fully, um, uh, you know, integrated gender-wise into the warrior clan. So you could see these great um, burial places, warrior burial places, where the skeletons themselves are not male skeletons, but they are women skeletons. And they were celebrated just as highly as the male warriors, which I think is a just a fantastic, and I'm pretty sure that is the basis of the Valkyrie itself in in that um, their culture and their their ways of living allowed for the women to be on an equal plane as the men. Yeah. You said it right there. I mean, it's it's it, it's beautiful mythology. I love mythology. I just 
I, I've written always mythology. I just don't write it anymore, my friend. It just it doesn't fortunately and it doesn't fall poetry dot com. It just doesn't sell. I'm sorry. I wish I could do more of this. I just I just don't sell it too much. No problem. Boo Boo wants to make a comment. So Boo. Yeah, it's a shame nobody really likes to read it because this kind of poetry is just beautiful and educational, heroic, and it's historical. And the way you wrote it, like what well, gave you the goal, it's your word choice, storytelling. And I knew you were going to read it good. Thank you for changing, Frank, for reading it for me. It's very, like, super macho kind of the poem. It is very epic and heroic and all that. But your wording is beautiful. It's almost like a book, like you should write another one, you know? Maybe you should make a trilogy, Frank. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I, I've got so many. I've got, I've got like 20 of these poems. Yeah, you do. They're wonderful. You bring them out often. We can learn something from you. I loved it. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, everybody. Check check out his poems. He'll be reading more, and uh, we will get we will do that greatly. I'm gonna move on right now. Yeah. We'll do a series of nine. A show on that on mythology. Okay. There you go. Good idea. Yeah, we could do it. We could do a show on mythology. That's a very good possibility. Um, right now I'm going to go and read the next one. This is part of our catch up. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to read Rob Cohen's, uh, poem called Ode to Hopelessness. And it goes like this. And I I really enjoy Rob's poetry. So I think this is going to be a fun one. Suicide note, anxiety. One copy-paste drunken night while I tried to write. My most honest farewell to life, my magnum opus. Ode to hopelessness, detailing my internal strife. A perpetual bided time, line by melancholic line. I had seen more than enough. This was my blowing, bowing out. I had fought off the cuff. This was my final bout. Awkwardly, I slouched, balancing pen and paper on a pillow as I wrote, seated at the foot of my bed. My bare, deskless room, entirely ergonomically unsuitable, acting as a crucible of doomed creative peace, hamstringing my masterpiece, keeping one foot out of the grave, delaying the curtain fall that I craved. Undeterred, my backache accentuated by July's frost, I soldiered on strong with my penchant pen march across the page. Prophet of doom, romantic poet of gloom, cross-hung sage, laying waste to a blank space, slaying the canvas's face of potential, a firm rebuttal of existence with substantial dooming evidence, my final revelation to the gospel of nihilism. As I, as the crescendo of my written swan song approached, proclamation of the submission to sorrow, admission of tomorrow veto, I emptied the wine bottle into my highball glass, a toast to the past, my last supper ritual, Without friend, lover, or disciple, 
observation of the isolation that had become habitual, suitable for the occasion, apprehension of recognition of the Orswellian lonerism credo. I dug in the bedside chest searching for pharmaceutical treasures. Lab-created capsule sleep facilitators, numbing agents of corporate agenda, these venomless, vectorless, powdered, poisonous incapacitators would close my final chapter with a Cleopatra-style farewell. Into my hand, I emptied the pillbox, insomnia's nemesis, synthetic slumber seductress, fruitless charmer hoping to induce a rest of eternal sunsets. Damia, perpetua, una, dormenda. End poem. Wow. I think I need to get, wow. a, I need to get a cigarette myself. <laughs> That's a great performance, my friend. That's a great, I mean, I'm heterosexual, but that was a great performance. I mean, I love the way you just you you're performing as well, my friend. I mean, that was great. That was fantastic. I, I just skipped the poem there, and I was just awesome. listening to you. I'll tell you what, Rob's poems. If you if you ever read Rob uh, Cohen, his poems are just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. They are. Yeah, They're over him. and over, just like this. And he he's an incredible, incredible uh, artist in a, in his own way. So I'm going to get some comments for Rob. Um, and let me start out with, um, let me start out with Salwa on this one. Oh, I am actually um, fascinated by his writing. He is young, full of, I just have this gift that of writing incredibly. He, he always touch on topics or subjects that are very deep. This one is very personal and really have tears on my eyes. I'm, I'm glad it's over because I see this is three months ago. A very painful experience that he shared with us uh, of hopelessness, suicide, anxiety, and someone who almost commits suicide. And thank goodness he put this in writing to let it out of his system. But the writing itself, he takes us, it's like he said, a crescendo. It goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And um, I think the writing must have helped him because I see here awkwardly a slush balancing pen and paper on a pillow as I wrote, seated at the foot of my bed. Um, the, the part that really touched me, hamstringing my masterpiece, keeping my foot out of the grave, delaying the curtain fall that I craved. Wow. I'm glad he delayed it. And then he go back again with his writing as the crescendo of my writing. One song approach, proclamation of the submission of tomorrow, admission of tomorrow. Uh, it's it's just very raw, very um, very personal. I'm, I'm I'm like so emotional. I haven't seen him for five six days on the on the usually very very uh, active, and I'm really hope that he's doing okay because that's kind of concerning. I hope I just hope and pray that he's really fine. That's kind of made me worry, um, just knowing that he was active. Um, incredible piece, uh, very. Mo- I just and and he have uh, his English is incredible. The way he writes, his eloquence and his uh, uh, knowledge of the the words is it's just incredible. I have so much admiration for his writing. 
All right. I want to get I want to get one I want to get one comment before she leaves. Uh, Sky, what did you think of uh, Rob's yeah. poem? Oh yeah, this was incredible, and I have to agree with Frank. Your reading of it was epic. It was really really good. Yeah. It had a wonderful energy, um, I, and the words backed that up completely. There were there were so many. Um, I think there was a. I'm trying to find them all. There was a the crescendo written, the swan song approached. Love that mm-hmm. part, and then the entire. The entire when you start to really get to, to the nitty gritty of it, with the insomnia and um, the narcotics and the pills and and, and going down, I, I thought it was just wonderfully powerful um, and and touching on depths. I think some people um, maybe tiptoe around, you know, um, and, and don't always get into the meat of it because. You know, they don't want to set anything or they don't want to do anything. I thought this was incredible the way that it was laid out. Um, it it almost was like it almost like poetic prose um, going through the storyline uh, in this experience. And, and whether it, it is a personal experience or not, it, it is void um, because it still feels personal regardless. And I, I think that so many people may not understand and may suffer from this specific, I think, the human emotion can be, uh, you know, empathized with. And the way that it's written, um, you are brought down to that to that experience and to that emotion. And I mean, that's good poetry when you when that happens. Really well done. Uh, thank you, Sky, and um, thank you for coming. I know thank you. you. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> It's been and, a lot lately. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Awesome boo. poetry, guys. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, thanks, boo, what do you think? Oh, I love this. I, I love his writing. It's, I know it's a sad subject, but it's in your face. It's honest, straight up, and it's ballsy, really. Uh, I love it. Uh, everything about it is just, I mean, the whole thing, as a crescendo, my written swan song approach, proclamation of submission to sorrow. Admission of Tomorrow's Veto. And his words are amazing. He pulls you in. This is the most poetic suicide poem I've ever read, I think. Beautiful job, even though it's about a sad subject. And I hope he's okay, too. And I know Frank wants to say something about it. Uh, well, this is uh, somewhat personal to me. Uh, I've gone through some of this experience. Uh, fortunate enough, I'm still here. But uh, this does bring memories of, of my... Uh, I would say thoughts of, of some similar to this. I found the poem overall to be. I, I met him like uh, I believe uh, a few months ago, as far as um, on the internet. I mean on AP, and he became one of my followers, and I became one of his followers, and I started to read more of his poetry. And I found that what I gravitate to his poetry is that uh, there's an essence to there that uh, it's so direct. Maybe it's the generation, his generation as well. But I think overall the piece in itself. I mean, it's a sad topic in itself, but yet uh, he's ever he's he's able to intertwine it with uh, with just sentiments that just just are evoking. It's a great piece, and I I will speak to him afterwards. He stops in sometimes at the cafe, so I, when I see him, I'll I'll mention that. Awesome. I believe and Raz, I'm going to let stuff. you have have the last say on this one, and we're going to put your poem onto the board. Suicide is a very serious subject. 
The poet describes coming to this conclusion in a rational manner. There are different types of suicides. Some are forced. Some are involuntary. Then there's kinds which are out of rationality that the individual decides voluntarily to take one's own life, which is the example here in this poem. And it's not an issue which anyone can really explain to oneself who would not take life for granted, nor can the person who commits themselves into killing themselves actually excuse their behavior after they're dead. And so we are always left with many questions why anyone commits suicide. Amen. It's it's, it's not a question. Go ahead, Frank. No, I just want to say, you know, the experience itself, it's not so easy cut and clean. Uh, There's a lot of personal issues that go on with this and that, that goes beyond just the act of the contemplation. That's all. I just want to say that. All right. Is, is it Wonderful. Isn't it, I thought it was kind of funny, too, sort of, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, Raz, you are on the board, my friend. All right. Here's this poem, Legend Born. It's uh, based on a prompt which was given to me by Sky Holmes on the film Legend. Legend Born. The eye watches from the tower high skies, legend born and not ever again reborn. A silver point ball rolling down the red ship shaft, sewn through the fabric of multiple realities, fate's darning yarn knit and not one way river to the indomitable light, ever run, ever come, ever loved. Forever born and never easily mastered, the primal darkness restrains due force. Because of the penetrating light. Ride the wild horses to tread marks forbidden. Ride the wild horses to V formations exhibited. Ride the wild horses in the dreams. Nightmares are intermittent betwixt. Jack played wild to tame ancient forest furrow. Lily lay by the clear currents of the brimming stream. The devil charmed the woodland lute to desires full. The primal darkness wonder of the light in the earliest days. Jack foresaw no coming to the dominion of men. Lily barren bathing in the stream shadow pander. The devil reviled and lusted for the power to live by himself and serve the arcane Arcadia fires. The primal darkness recognized nothing would be the same. Harm the extent of the senseless damnation where you lose yourself to another, the selfless redemption. All which comes from the word is good. All which is comprehensible serves the chief good. All which comes from the light is good. All which reminds the viewer of evil is a deviation of the light on what can be understood. So fantasy what precedes the fundamental knowledge means it's inexplicable, possible, and highly probable, and all individual parts indicate less cohesive synchronicity. It's the nameless myth of the initial conception to bleed. One-way river flowing and foaming, each direction curse would lead to the eternal beating light, ever made, everlasting, ever casted, ever basking, 
masking the primal darkness to the death, the living pulse of ageless lifelines pristine. Ride the wild horses to the bottom of the daylight, shadows. Ride the wild horses to the edge of the abyss, the angels will not follow. Ride the wild horses driving the temperament home. Ride the wild horses until there's not riding, no more. Human hearts are mirthful revel. Human hearts are based on solitude or fortitude. Human hearts are the first fall to rebel. Human hearts create a love that's true. And poem. I'll tell you what. This one, my this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, for people who don't know, yes. it's pretty much one of Tom Cruise's first movies, and uh, I, I I just think it's it's a fabulous movie. It kind of tells tells the uh, story of uh, if we get too curious about pristine things, sometimes we can destroy those pristine things. Uh, we are we fall into the temptation. And I'm going to tell you what, no one plays a better devil than Tim Curry. Oh, my goodness, that was an <laughs> incredible, incredible performance. Uh, let me get a comment from uh, Frank on this. Well, I mean, I, I'm not too uh, prevalent with the film itself, but uh, I, I'm looking at more what uh, I can digest of, of the, the poem itself. I have to say, my friend, this is a very intellectual piece. I mean, as an intellect myself, uh, I appreciate this type of, of poetry. You've uh, just weaved uh, quite, uh, how would I say, you, you, you just left me there uh, amazed with the, the texture, with uh, the way the force of the poem itself, the, the, the cadence of it as well. And I, enjoy, I mean, there's so many stanzas here. I mean, there's so many just, they're just brilliant in the sense that you know, it's difficult to just digest one in itself. It'd be unfair if I just pick one. Uh, but if I could, I would have to say, where you say you in this with the human heart, a merciful rebel. Human hearts is what we are. It's what all defines us. Defines our humanity. This poem overall mm, just, just defined that to me. I gravitated to that last stanza there where you say human hearts. You emphasize, you accentuate this. You made this even more compelling by ending with that mention of or reference of human heart. Very cool. Thank you very much, sir. And Tiwa. Um, I think what has it's very nice. I've written here the same thing as what Frank just mentioned. <laughs> Uh, it's a nicely written myth. Uh, it's a nice line. Human hearts are based on solitude or fortitude. Human hearts are the first fall to renewal. Human heart creates love that's true. And uh, yes, it's it's beautifully written. And uh, I haven't seen the movie, so I, I cannot uh, say more, but um, it's nice. Thank you. And Selwa, what do you think? Oh, oh, oh! I, I, I mean, I. It's a scary movie, but I love this movie. It's so one of the best ever done. I agree with you. Uh, I really like this movie. I, I feel like I'm reading an analysis of the movie from a spiritual approach. Um, temptation, as you said, it can take us to a very dark place, and the heart is the one that usually 
listen to those temptations. So you said him and her are met forever. You did a great job. But then also my favorite one is one-way river flowing and foaming each direction and curse would lead to the eternal beating light. It's like uh, if you listen to your temptation, sometimes become like a curse. Uh, I love this, how you took it this direction. Eternal beating light. There is light ever made, everlasting, ever casted, ever basking, masking the primal darkness of the depth of the living pulse of ageless lifetime. But it's so beautiful because in spite of the darkness, the heart don't see it. It's just there's, They see light when you get, that's what you what your heart sees, but can take you to a dark, very dark place. You did it such an amazing job explaining this. I really love it. Well done. You can't deny what's in one's heart. You're right. All right. And uh, let's, uh, Boo, I'm going to have you uh, read Midnight Dancer next. Boo, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Midnight Dancer, beneath the dust. Okay. The dust has settled, an earthquake caved in. But I'm a walking uh, grenade. No, sorry. Did I say grenade? No. Sorry. Let me start over. It's good. Okay. The dust has settled and earthquake caved in, but I'm a walking... I don't know what the word is. Grenade. It is grenade. It is grenade. It is grenade. It is grenade. The world's unstable where I am. The crumble pieces of the world already fell near my feet. The fog rolled in and another storm happened. And the unknown people all took shelter. I watched while the decaying world happened. End poem. Hmm. I will tell you what, this one has such a overall picture of the world. And it's almost an end times piece where you, where the um, where Midnight Dancer is just watching everything get destroyed and everything falling to pieces. Um when when she says I'm I, I, an earthquake caved in, but I'm a walking grenade, which means that she's ready to pretty much um, explode and and destruct uh, at any moment, and not only not only destroy herself, but destroy every everyone around. So this is actually quite a brilliant piece in the overall um, metaphorical way. What's a germade? What's a germade? I don't a know. A grenade. That's grenade. Oh. Grenade. Oh, come on. That's a whole different story. Okay, never mind. You grenade, wake, grenade, wake up, bro. Wake up. <laughs> I've been out of right. work like 18 hours. I'm sorry. All right. All right. We, no we problem. Tila, what do you, th- you think about that? Um, Midnight Dancer, you've written very nice. And um, like what you mentioned um, just now, um, that um, when the whole world goes off, you know, especially the earthquake or anything, and imagine, you know, the whole thing falling over cracks and walking the streets and there's, it's everything is unstable. Uh, pieces being crumbled and falling down and the world nearly fall apart and uh, everything is gone. So, um, you know, I watch why the decaying world happened. It's how true it is. It's beautifully written. Thank you. 
And Boo, you read it. What do you think? Uh, Boo, are you there? Doesn't say we lost her. Sorry, I think she's talking to. Sorry, trying to get out of here. Okay, I think uh, she's just looking at the world today, right now, as it is. I think she's just realizing it's a mess. And uh, I see that every single day when I walk in here. So um, I agree, and it's pretty sad. I don't know how long it's going to go on, but uh, I feel her point. It's a good brevity there. And uh, you got to prepare yourself for it. <laughs> All right. I want to get two more poems in, folks, but before I get those two poems, and, and, and whatever we don't read here, I'm going to bring to Wednesday as well, because uh, I'm getting tired myself. I know, like I, like I said, I've been through a lot, and it's not the easiest to recover from, but I am getting a lot better, and... Uh, I, I'll, I'll be resting. I'll be resting good after this show. So, Frank, I'm going to have you make the last. I'm going to make All you right. have the last comment on this, yeah. and then I'm going to have you read the That's next tough. poem for us. Okay. All right. We just just relax when you need to, my friend. That's all. Um, this is. This, I think the, this sums up to me. The brevity sums up with the first three lines there. The dust has sat on earth, but came in. But I'm a walking grenade. I think how many of us don't really feel or experience something like this in one way or the other? You know, get beyond the the, the imagery and the metaphors itself, just just to gravitate to the what the message, the moral of the poem is. How many of us do not understand this or experience something similar to this? I mean, feel this within us, uh, this storm, this this uh, grenade that we're a ticking bomb. I think all of us can relate to that. And I think overall, the piece is just. Uh, Good in peace, and I'll speak to her tomorrow. I'll ask her tomorrow exactly what her sentiments were. Excellent. All right, Frank, I'm going to have you read a little Jess Garin for us. All right, let me see the. Okay, here it is. It's uh, Jess Garin. And my life was never the same again. Staring at the clock, waiting to be free, zipping up my sleeves to hide my scars. My eyes blood red, my mind a raging inferno. My dark camouflaged me from the ambush of enemy. Poorly dyed hair, allowing for a mistaken identity. I wanted to be good for people to fall in love with me. A miraculous feeling of getting my words inked on the skin. My touch so gentle. First handshake breaking the ice, sharing promises forever. My inner knock impersonating frail beauty leaving an everlasting impression on my mind by every sound of breath escalating on unpainted staircase, turning a new chapter in my life. But on that fateful day, I fumbled, gave into anger, the sky black and noiseless, as when day went cold, the floor was littered with gory blood. All I could hear was the shattering sounds of the dying man. Innocence was lost. This is absolutely fantastic, and you can see it's based off the Telltale Heart, inspired by the Telltale Heart, which is classic. But ultimately, what I see here is, especially at the beginning, our people is a fact that we love to wear masks. We love to hide our true selves 
from everyone around us. Um, I, I really think it's telling that second line, zipping up my sleeves to hide my scars. Uh, how many people would want us to know our full, the full disclosure of who we were uh, at the end, um, any time during our life that was embarrassing? Uh, I know none of us want to want to reveal that. None of us want to share that. And I think that uh, the overall beginning of this poem, and, and even to the end, that is what we see. And ultimately, the ending, I see it as a person being exposed, and ultimately the truth comes out. So this was this was wonderfully written, and I I, I see it that way. Salwa, how do you see this poem? I cannot um, feel a lot of things. I don't know. I love his writing. He's very emotional, very sensitive person, and he puts his emotion very uh, in such beautiful metaphor uh, or imagery. I, I agree. From the title, and my life was never the same again. When something touches us like this, and, uh, we 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 never are the same. We change uh, for be- for better. We get also the pain change us. Uh, definitely, it's it's a good thing and a bad thing. Staring at the clock, waiting to be free, zipping in my sleeve to hide my scars. I agree with you. Just like you want the time to pass, and want anyone to see what you're going through. My eyes blood red, and there is some frustration and anger, but he he didn't take it. He didn't let this go. But instead, for people to fall in love with me. Um, my inner knocks and impersonating trade beauty. He's just very open about his who he is and how how uh, talking about his pain and how turning a new chapter of his life. I, I really, I, 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 he always he always brings this these uh, special things that happen in his life shared with us in a very um, just a moving emotion, really moved, moving deeply. I'm sorry, getting tired too. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree totally with you. You know, this that was that was an absolute wonderful comment. And what we're going to do is I'm going to have Frank Frank make the last comment. I'm going to do our goodbyes. I'm going to read the last poem and get a couple comments. Frank, uh, what right. do you think about that? Uh, I'll be brief as possible. Uh, this is a remarkable uh, inspiration. He was inspired by the Tell to Heart. I love that piece. Uh, I, overall, the piece was generally great. Uh, there is some sentiments of that, of course, but overall, it was just a magnificent piece, and I'll speak to him as well tomorrow about it. Wonderful. Okay. Now, I am going to read the final poem of the day, but before that, I want to thank everybody who called, Tila, Sin, Sawa, Wayne, Patrick, Brandy, Frank, Sky, and Raz. Everybody who was on, on the board was Stat, Angel, Lizzie, Irish, thank you for uh, hanging on hold, listening to the show. We really appreciate you. Uh, the other people that wrote. Yeah, well, yep, I mentioned Angel. Uh, I want to also thank uh, people who wrote for us, Rob, uh, Midnight Dancer, Jask, and I'm going to be reading Black Destruction here in a second. The uh, few poems that we have left over, like I said, I'll, I'll bring them up Wednesday and we'll get them read off first. So ultimately, let me get to The Sound of Silence by Black Destruction. And I want to give one more thank you to our boss, uh, Boo, who is 
the heartbeat of our group and an absolutely awesome friend. Thank you, Boo. And uh, here we go. (laughs) The last thing is called The Sound of Silence by Black Destruction. And it goes like this. Cobbled and cold, we were the stones of the alley. As the veil of night didst gift the day with its death. Here I walked slow where others dare not dally. For their fear tis due to their finite time of breath. Bitter and unforgiving, twas the icy breeze that blew its crystals voiceless onto the stones. The frigid silence would set mortals at unease, forging despair like a smith hammering their bones. But why would I? Alone, be present here, ye ask. Come close, that ye may learn, but ye, all too warned. Wonder breeds disaster, dare ye drink from that flask. That ram holds beauty, shall ye forget he is horned? If ye insist, come close, come in close, I shall appease thee with a tale that few have heard and fewer believed. Some be, some few did fear what they couldn't believe to be. Some wished the knowledge was stripped away to be free. Centuries number almost three has come to pass when it became evident that old father time had toppled turned sideways my now still hourglass. The sunset at last, never could I view its climb. But thirst, unquenchable, would there burn within me. To take from living, to free the dead walking. Robin Hood, heh, but twisted so darkly, you see. And that stranger, tis why this night I am stalking. Now pray repentance for thyself and for me too. Thy curiosity, I warned, what's come with price. My thirst must be abated. I bid thee adieu. As I drain the essence till ye fall cold as ice. Winter's breath now much colder and bolder blows here. I pray thy soul to eternity finds guidance. My dripping blood, grin, nose, relief, do not fear. For now there isn't a sound like that of silence. End poem. <clears throat> wow, this is this is such a great great story and kind of kind of has an old world feel to it. I really enjoyed this uh, this poem and the way it went. Uh, Raz, what did you think of it? Yeah, there's definitely much here to actually ponder with the sound of silence. It explains how you can go through a lifetime of uh, knowing a minimal amount of violence or even on a combat situation. And through all this pain that you suffer in life, there's only uh, 
the thought of the eternal father being just as equally silent and the sound he makes it's not of any real known knowledge it's just one that you can feel for yourself in uh, believing in the Lord see I take this spiritually but I don't want to sound uh, hazy on that point (laughs) no problem Tila what did you think I think it um it was um quite good and um it was kind of a song which was good and I liked it and um I like the the word here on the second one bitter and unforgiving the icy breeze that blew its crystals voiceless onto the stones the frigid silence would set mortal at unease forging despair like a smith hammering their bones. And um, a few things I, I liked, it. The, the last one also, the, silence, the Sound of Silence. And it was a song. It was um, quite a good one. I liked it. Thank you. All right. I want to remember, remind everybody to join us tomorrow night for Open Poetry with Boo and Jay, 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Boo, is there anything else you want to add? Boo? Oh, I lost Boo. All right. With that, uh, we're going to play our outro song. Thank you, everybody on the board. We love you all. Thank you. You guys have been awesome. Uh, we're going to play a little bit of a new song by Boo. And we're going to get classical. You ready to get a short story writer? Are we ready to get classical? I'm ready to rock here's, with you. You got the mic. Here's the boo getting classical for us.
want to thank everybody who called in. This is JCA saying good night and signing off. Bye-bye, my friend. Take care. Whatever the job, at Unifirst, we provide the uniforms and services you need to work harder, smarter, and safer. We always deliver because you do. Discover Unifirst. Uniforms, services, solutions.